This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Hope you're all having a blessed afternoon. We are very excited to share with you the latest tech headlines happening right here in the UAE and all around the world, just like we do every single day right here on Future Talk. But today's tech news are actually very interesting because they're a good mix of space exploration, spiritualness involved, and it's interesting to see experiences being transformed with tech um, all around the world and more specifically in Saudi Arabia because we're going to be talking all about Muslims and how they can virtually touch Kaaba's black stone from home through virtual reality in Saudi Arabia. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about how science results from the Emirates Mars mission have now triggered a lot of new discoveries that we will be talking about and that was one of the main aspects of the exploration of Mars of the Hope Probe Mars mission is to discover a lot about Mars, but also discover a lot about planet Earth. Yes, indeed. In the world of weird tech, we're talking all about Google and how they're actually preparing to build an operating system for an unknown innovative augmented reality device. Now, I feel like all tech giants are now hopping onto that metaverse that Facebook is building or Mark Zuckerberg. So it's exciting to see Google actually creating its very own operating system to help make the transition a lot more smoother. Yes, as we do know that the metaverse is the top talk of the town. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about what's up and how it will now on hide your last scene status from strangers by default. I don't remember the last time I had my last scene on. <laughs> and you would think, you know, that this type of um, feature would be removed. Like, True. Who uses it? I don't <laughs> I don't know anyone who has it on or anyone that would like to have it on. If we could have something, should have the, you know, the way, the right to remove your online status. Oh, yes, 100%. Um, coming up today, we're also going to be teaching you all about what happens to your account after, you know, after a very long life, when somebody passes away, what mm -hmm. happens to their accounts? Who gets to access them? Who gets to remove them? Who gets to remove the content? Apple is actually giving people a little bit of like a peace of mind when it comes to their own accounts, especially their Apple ID account. And we're also going to be talking about the latest features that were announced with the iOS 15.2. Lots and lots is in store right here on today's show. So make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about space on this hour and in particular the Emirates Mars mission, which, by the way, mm -hmm. was the first interplanetary exploration undertaken by an Arab nation and has triggered a rush of new observations, discoveries and insights into Mars' unique atmosphere. Now, we do know one of the main reasons of, you know, sending the Hope probe to Mars was not only to discover more about Mars, but to discover a lot more about planet Earth. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of dis new discoveries from Emirates Mars mission that we will be telling you guys about. Yes, indeed. And there are many key announcements that have been made over the past few months, including new and startling observations of the Mars Aurora, what they would like to say. And we have a lot of information when it comes to the atmosphere of Mars, how much oxygen and carbon monoxide are actually making up the atmosphere, which will definitely impact 
any plants that we have to actually build a habitable settlement on the surface of Mars. However, for the very first time, the Hope Probe was able to build a full picture of Mars's atmosphere and share it with us back here on planet Earth. For quite some time, we've been getting kind of snippets of what the surface of Mars of Mars looks like, but nothing complete, nothing, you know, a comprehensive look of it and we are finally getting those pictures we're also getting lots of information about the difference between the atmosphere in the daytime and at the nighttime which has been miraculously captured by the whole probe and we've definitely had full access to it many scientists and researchers have been able to access all the data that the whole probe is bringing back to us back here on earth for free seamlessly through uh, the website link uh, of the emirates mars mission Yes, now, you know, they're filling a crucial gap in understanding, you know, the Mars and its, and meeting its mission objective of addressing a number of science goals. So the Emirates Mars mission had a lot of goals going into, you know, um, the exploration of, you know, the Mars atmosphere. And it was defined by the Mars Exploration Program Analysis Group. And the whole probe's groundbreaking observations are available to scientists and enthusiasts globally mm -hmm. and just like omnia said it was uploaded to the emm science data center and available on the website so you can go over there and look at all that information for free now again we're looking at how understanding the mars atmosphere the martian atmosphere is also understanding a lot about you know earth as well as we only know so much about earth we don't know everything about earth just yesterday we were saying about saying how we only have explored 20% of, you know, Earth's ocean waters. So I'm really excited to see what kind of developments will also be in the coming months and more discoveries. And as we send more probes and rovers, not only to Mars, but to the moon as well, you know, we might even discover a lot more about the moon. Now, we don't know everything about the moon as well. And the Emirates, the UAE does want to be on the forefront of this discovery and they're doing the best and the most when it does come to space exploration. But I want to know your guys' thoughts, 4215. Let, let us know, what do you think is on Mars that we have here on Earth as well? Is it water? Is it oxygen? Or is it a specific gas? Our text lines are open. If you get the answer correctly, we just might give you a very personal shout out. <laughs> yes. We, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, but we are taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen. And when we come back, we're talking all about Saudi Arabia and how Muslims can virtually touch the Kaaba's black stone from home. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. One of the most precious things that a lot of Muslims love to do whenever they go for Hajj or Umrah or just actually be anywhere near Al-Kaaba is to basically be able to touch the black stone, to see it, to touch it, to pray near it. That's definitely one of the most treasured things a lot of people love and wait for every time they go for Hajj or Umrah. But now anyone in their very own home, the comfort of their very own home can get to experience something very similar because in Saudi Arabia, Muslims can actually virtually touch the Kaaba black stone from home. It's an initiative that they've recently launched to help make sure that everyone can get access to it. Yes, and the black stone holds a lot of, lot of, you know, worth to us Muslims. And the virtual black stone initiative was launched by Sheikh Abdullah Rahman, you know, El Sudais, who is the head of the presidency for the affairs of the two holy mosques. 
Now, the initiative does consist of a simulation of the main Muslim pilgrimage sites in Mecca that from now on can be visited from home. And that is a big thanks to virtual reality. Now, for those who don't know what the Black Stone is, the Black Stone is a rock that is set into the eastern corner of the Kaaba and the ancient building in the center of the Grand Mosque in Mecca in Saudi Arabia. And it is, you know, seen by Muslims as an Islamic relic, which according to Muslim tradition dates back to the time of Adam and Eve. So that is why us Muslims, you know, there's always a very big line and you only have a couple of seconds to even touch. And some people even do kiss the black stone. So it is amazing how we can now incorporate technology with spirituality as well. Yes, indeed. And speaking on this occasion, a lot of people have actually been excited to see a lot of spiritual aspects becoming digitized. And people have mixed thoughts about it, but it's definitely making it a lot more accessible and allowing people to mm -hmm. get to experience such a beautiful feeling in the comfort of their own home. Now, the importance of creating a virtual simulation environment basically means to try and simulate the largest possible number of senses. So that could be vision, hearing, touch, and sometimes even smell. During the ritual of the pilgrimage to, to Mecca or Hajj, a lot of people are actually uh, very excited to get to touch the black stone. Everyone tries to do it and this initiative will help make it a lot more easy uh, to be able to do that even if you can't physically be at Kaaba. Yes, and that is the future that we're looking at, ladies and gentlemen. You know, and then this initiative has been promoted at a time when Saudi Arabia is developing a series of important projects that are related to virtual reality and artificial intelligence. Now, that would be mainly aimed at making even smart cities, which we do know that Saudi Arabia has just sent out the biggest budget of all time. It is the biggest budget in the history of, you know, the kingdom, mm -hmm. which is one trillion dollars. And a lot of that no uh, money will be allocated to developing smart cities. So, you know, going back to that story and yeah. again, you know, when we look at virtual reality, artificial intelligence, we can say maybe in the future we might be able to smell, you know, and feel mm -hmm. the touch as well. And I believe with a VR headset and, you know, some good technology, that can all be accomplished. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is groundbreaking, you know. And a lot of people go to Hajj, go to Umrah, go to Mecca, but they don't get to see the black stone because of how many people are in line to experience the same experience that everyone is chasing after. Exactly. And adding to the point that you were saying about the budget that this, uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia has placed, they have also created so many technologies to help mm -hmm. ease the procedures and the process of Hajj and Umrah. We've seen digitized ID cards where your ID card becomes your bank account, becomes your way to finding out you know, what next you have to do in your pilgrimage uh, journey. And you can even access any help or any advice, uh, whether it was your the, the team of tourists that you came with, came with um, the location of your hotel, you name it. It's all found in a simple ID card that they give to you once you arrive there. Let us know. Are you excited to get to hopefully one day experience the, witnessing the black stone simply from the comfort of your very own home. Our text lines are open for 215 but coming up on today's show we're going to be talking all about Google and how they're also implementing a lot of aspects when it comes to AR and VR by developing a brand new operating system. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave you with your song 
And this is literally your song. <laughs> That's what the song is called. Your song by Lady Gaga. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about Google and how they have been staffing up to build an OS for an unknown, innovative AR device. Now, the big search giant Google has renewed augmented reality ambitions. And when we're talking about augmented reality, again, this has been the talk of the town, the metaverse, you know, a metaverse where you can be whoever you want to be. And Google has now decided to pitch in, step foot in this new acquired dream. Now, Google is hiring an augmented reality operating system team or operating software team focused on building software for an innovative AR device. Now, that is according to job listings that was spotted by a number of websites. And the team is led by Mark Lukovsky, who did announce he joined the company just this week. Now, he was actually previously working at Meta, which we do know is Facebook, developing an in-house alternative to Android to power the company's hardware. And ladies and gentlemen, Google owns Android. Google is part of Android. So, huh, huh. That means Facebook (laughs) wants to copy Android. And now Google did the, they did what a lot of, uh, you know, they say in football terminology, hejma murtadda, (laughs) counterattack. Right. And they brought the guy back to, you know, where he should be. True. And what's interesting is guess what they name all their employees that are part of the operating system team for augmented reality. They call them Nooglers. Nooglers? Googlers. Um, So he actually just became a Noogler. And a lot of people have actually joined the Noogling team. Um, And they're focused more or less on making immersive computing accessible to many people through mobile device. What's wrong? (laughs) Why would you call it Noogler? I have no idea. I think, I mean, it doesn't rhyme with anything. It doesn't rhyme with augmented reality. It doesn't rhyme with virtual reality. No clue. Um, But basically, what they're trying to do is make it as accessible as possible. Because if you want to make AR and VR become the future, you need to make sure that it doesn't require people to buy expensive headsets download expensive software it needs to be as accessible as it is to pull up a social media account now different people have actually been working on different parts of this experience some of them are focusing on the hardware others are focusing on the software but the main aim is to make sure that the augmented reality behind facebook behind any any operating system is optimized so that whatever you upload onto it will be able to function yes now apparently a noogler does derive from new googler oh my god so if you're a new you know employee (laughs) they will call you a noogler my lord it's weird but again we know we are looking at how most of the positions are based in the u.s and uh, you know various websites have noted that some are based in uh, canada in waterloo canada and uh, you know somewhere up north as well in the augmented reality company behind the focal smart glasses that google acquired last year is based in waterloo canada as well so you know between the acquisition and these job uh, uh, positions it does look like Google is increasingly serious about developing and releasing more AR hardware. Now, that renewed interest can't come soon enough with Apple as well, rumored to be releasing a mixed reality headset of its own as early as next year. And again, everyone is trying to jump in to the metaverse type of space. If they're not able to create a metaverse, they're going to create a product to help you 
enter the metaverse and that would be done by ar vr reality headsets ladies and gentlemen i want to know your guys thoughts four two one five do you think google has what it takes to step up to the plate pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download What's worth a click and download, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about the SAP, you know, or, you know, as a lot of Arabs like to call it, what's, thanks man, what's. Yes, and we're talking about what's up, ladies and gentlemen, and how from here on now, it mm-hmm. will hide your last seen status from strangers by default, and only contacts and those you've chatted with will see your status, which I do believe the last scene um, option should be removed indefinitely indefinitely i mean there's no way for there's no reason for it to still be there you know when i saw this feature i thought that they finally gave you what you've wanted i, I thought, thought too <laughs> i thought they're removing the the option where you can see if someone is even online i was like okay great now honey's going to be excited about using whatsapp but no they're actually only allowing you to not have your last scene on if you're the type of person who has kept their last scene on strangers won't be able to see if you're online or offline or not necessarily they won't just be able to see when was the last time you were online on so the feature went from being set for everyone to allowing anyone on whatsapp to see your status where you can just limit it now to my contact so anyone that you've added like let's say your talabot delivery guy anyone who you don't necessarily want them to see when were you last online on whatsapp won't be able to see it Yes, and again, uh, I'm not very uh, happy and pleasant with people knowing when I'm on and when I'm not on my phone. It just seems like an invasion of privacy. But, you know, they have been rolling out a lot of new privacy measures, and one of them will be, you know, hiding your last last scene from people you don't know or even chatted with. And in the past, you could just remove the last scene indefinitely. Now, in a post on Twitter, a user did explain that you may not be able to see other people's statuses on the platform anymore. Mm -hmm. And that does also include an email from what appears to be WhatsApp support that does describe the new feature. And it quotes that saying, we're making it harder for people you don't know and haven't chatted with from seeing your last seen an online presence on WhatsApp. So maybe as well. If you don't have them as a contact, they can't see if you're online. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna about. I'm gonna start deleting everyone now. Oh my god! Right? Since <laughs> they can't be able to see, but no, that's kind of contradicting because it already says if you have chatted with them in the past, it will already, you know, uh, show. But you know, the the my contacts option for your last scene was already available, like we said, but it's never been default on the app. Just like before, they changed, um, you know, WhatsApp's protocol to save all pictures that were sent to a group. And it should have been default from years ago. I mean, True. I used to, I remember my mom has like 80,000 pictures. I'm like, why? <laughs> right? It's all sabah al-khair, sabah al-nur. It's good morning. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird stuff. And I'm like, mama, right? You only got like 64 gigs, right? Let's just start deleting everything. And now WhatsApp has catered to that. And, you know, soon enough, they're doing what... We they should have been doing in the past, but again, this does help the quality of life when using WhatsApp. Absolutely. Let us know, do you have your last scene on? I feel like if you do, you're one of the extremely, extremely rare rare people who still have their last scene turned on. And are you excited by this new feature? So finally, 
may, it could be you know people that you're you've just met you haven't saved their number their name and contact details yet they will no longer have access to your uh, information regarding when you were last online on whatsapp taking a short break but when we come back we're talking all about apple and all of their brand new features that they have announced and launched with the 15.2 update keep all 95 locked we'll be right back how do you tech? How, how, how do you tech? This is a very interesting how do you tech because it's something that people don't talk about and many people don't really think about to begin with. You know, we think about writing a will and I pray everyone has a very long life, but we, we do need to you talk about... You thought about writing a will, Omnia? No, I haven't, but I'm saying oh, people I, in... Oh, yeah. You have? No, because I thought we're too young to think about wills right now. Yeah, I don't got any money I mean, to give anyways. What do you guys want? My iPhone? It's going to be outdated in a year anyways. The iPhone. What else do you want? <laughs> my car. The car. I think that automatically goes to my pops. Oh, my God. <laughs> After a very long life to inshallah. everyone. To everyone listening to us right now. But, you know, whenever we think about our belongings, we think about writing a will. We think about the money that we have in our bank account. But we don't really think about what happens to our tech. What happens to our account? Our Facebook accounts, our Apple IDs. Who's going to get access to them to begin with? And what are they going to do to them? And that's exactly what Apple wants us to start thinking about in the brand new iOS 15.2 update. Because now Apple is allowing you to choose which contacts which contacts can have access to your account when you after a very long life uh, pass away so you can set up what they call a digital legacy through the settings on your phone yes and it lets you uh, you know designate who gets access to your data when you die now the app privacy report is also a new feature which will show you which permissions your apps use and what websites they do connect to and also, we're looking at still more subscription fees when it does come to Apple's $4.99, $5 voice-only plan for Apple Music. Now, we do know with Apple Music, you can have the option to have music videos. But now we're talking about voice-only plans and a fix for the somewhat confusing state of the iPhone 13 Pro's macro mode. And this update also does bring it with some of Apple's communication safety features one of which will blur iMessages sent to children that an on-device scan tags as potentially being explicit. So, if, you know, on iMessage it detects that this message might not be the best message for a child in your Apple account, because when you create an Apple account, ladies and gentlemen, you put your date and birth, so they will know if this is a child, a minor, or an adult, and that will be flagged and, bur uh, and blurred until... It is up for a review on, you know, the dedicated team. Now, we do know that, you know, regarding the Apple's controversial new child protection features, uh, Apple has since delayed the photo library scanning feature as well and made it so children get to choose whether or not they notify their parents. So, this looks like Apple has, you know, the old saying, Omnia, hold your horses. Oh, definitely. Hold your horses. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to see their digital digital legacy feature coming into play because they definitely set up a lot of like a lot of regulations for it to make sure that only people can or like the five contacts that you pick are only able to access your account after someone passes away so you need to you need to provide a digital uh, digital mm -hmm. death certificate you need to have a specific code there are so many 
we can say legislations around it. Not just anyone can go ahead and say, oh, this person passed away. Let me access their phone because it could be a double edged sword. You know, people can use it for all the wrong reasons. But once again, if you want to check it out, you all you have to do is download your the latest iOS software update 15.2. Go to the settings of your phone, tap your name at the top of the settings and you will find password and security over there. If you pick legacy contact, you can choose up to five family members or friends that will have access to your phone. You'll get an access code. You should print it and keep it in a safe place alongside with any other documents that you may have. It could be your will. It could be your estate planning documents. Mm -hmm. And that way, after that specific person passes away, you can have access to it. I think two very important features that people should be setting up on their iPhone is the health app. Yes. And your emergency contacts, because these come in handy significantly, especially when we're talking about, uh, God forbid, like people get into car accidents and people can't, paramedics, ETs, they cannot access your phone to call your loved ones. So having an emergency contact, having all the important details on the health app, like your blood type, uh, if you have any you know, chronic conditions, it could be a lifesaver when we're talking about seconds and minutes of figuring out how to save that specific person. Yes. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Apple has, you know, contributed to, you know, understanding that elderly people are using their phones, not saying that elderly people are the only ones inclined to, you know, leave this beautiful world. But again, uh, you know, elderly people, when we're talking about in circumstances of health, your blood rate, your, your heart rate, you know, your, um, uh, whether or not your heart is functioning as it should be. And, you know, the Apple Watch does that as well. And you can get those diagnostics and analytics from your health app that Omnia did mention. And we also talked about time and time again on the show how an Apple Watch saved a person, whether 100%. it was young or old, from falling as well. And one man did fall on a mountain. And, you know, the Apple Watch did detect that fall and asked for emergency services. Ladies and gentlemen, to do all of that and to set up everything, all you have to do is go to your settings on your phone and select password and security, legacy contact, and you can choose up to the five family members. I'm going to obviously do my cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll do my cousin. Not your parents? Because I think I would like my cousin to review before oh, sending out my uh, okay. clear history. <laughs> Nasser, clear this, clear that, do everything, man. Can't live any tracks. You know, Nothing to format the phone. Oh my! Reset it. <laughs> Reset it. <laughs> what's gotta, the point? Then? What's the point? But yeah, again, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys just like Omnia said, have a live a very long and beautiful life. You guys do need to take care and stay safe. But future talk is coming to an end on this beautiful day. But you know, we have T minus six minutes until the halftime show. The only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar Dura, bringing you everything. When it comes to mental health, physical health, and the world of sports. And Omnia, mm -hmm. take it away. We will wish you a beautiful day. And we want to see you once again tomorrow. Same time, same place. <laughs> Only here on Pulse 95. 95.